Hi, this is Glenn Dawson. And this is Linda Dawson. And you're listening to Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast, where we talk about the history of old-time hymns and their authors. Today we're doing something a little different. Our podcast is a video cast, and we're taking you with us on our trip. Hey, Linda. Hey, Glenn. Where are you going? We're going to Mackinac Island in Michigan. And right now, we're in Troy, Ohio. Uh, We're at Ruby Tuesday, fixing to have a nice salad. I think I'll have a bowl of soup. We're we're going with the uh, the Lexington Community Seniors from our church. And we're uh, going to produce our podcast on this trip. This is our podcast. And we're going to be going on a ferry ride to Mackinac Island, doing a lot of shopping, going to Christmas Christmas shopping. shopping. (laughs) Well, there's a Christmas store up there, right? We continued on our trip and stopped in Dearborn, Michigan at the Ford Garage Restaurant. And what a unique restaurant it was. There were old Ford cars all around the building. There was even one hanging from the ceiling with the lights on. And when an order was ready for the attendants to pick up, the horn would honk. The waiters and waitresses were filling station attendants, and they were dressed accordingly. The food choices were gas station related. They had a giant funnel tower of jumbo piston onion rings, and they came out on an oil funnel turned upside down. They had a high-octane burger, a bottle A burger, and Glenn had a Ford's signature burger. The napkins were grease rags held together with hose clamps. There were car parts all over the walls, and I had an all-American burger. Next, we found ourselves at the Ford Transportation Museum. There were a lot of luxury cars and presidential limousines. old stagecoaches and horses and buggies.
all the way back to presidential horse and buggies. There were even enormous big boy steam trains from the earliest to the latest. There was a refrigeration train, old passenger trains, and even the cabooses. I don't know a whole lot about cars, but I saw every car made by Ford from the beginning to now. Buses and trucks of every kind. There were racing cars, record-setting cars, just so much to see of the history of these cars.
There were luxury vehicles, semi-trucks, and campers. Now take a closer look at these drag racing cars. You can see they didn't always turn out too good. There was so much to see, there was no way we could see it all. Here's a cutaway of her inside of a racing car. Linda's gonna sit down in one here and demonstrate driving it right now. was actually a guy fixing a flat on one of the cars. I mean, really? Here is a well-used racing car. Then we have drag racers.
We're making this trip with the Lexington Community Seniors. It's a group of about 24 churches in the Lexington, Kentucky area. Now here's the car for the ladies. Here's some old open air cars, and look, racing cars. There was lots of pictorial history on the walls of the museum. Also, a lot of history of air transportation. A lot of the first motors of the early plane were manufactured by Ford. Huh. <sighs> 
There was also a replica of the Wright brothers' first airplane. And their bicycle. They had a bicycle shop, you know. They even had a show about the wing walkers of the old times. You went in this little uh, theater area and you took a hold of the stand and the stand moved around as the uh, planes moved back and forth. It was very realistic. Now we're going to look at the manufacturing process of automobiles. All the machinery and equipment and early assembly line equipment. all types of manufacturing machines. Ford was the first one to come up with the concept of assembly line manufacturing. Here they have a literal blow-up 
of the assembly of a car showing how it came together. Also, there was a nice collection of furnishings of the early American times. Now we're going to take a look at farm equipment of early American heritage. Oh, look there, there's a Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> and there's an example of the early American steam tractor. Followed by other farm equipment, including combines and harvesting equipment. And look there, here comes my old granddad's old Ford tractor. I am amazed at all this old farm machinery. We got to look at the decor of the early American homes of our history, including the pot-bellied stove.
Then we come into a section of heavy machines used in manufacturing. Including some steam-driven equipment. All sorts of equipment, even electrical generating equipment. I was feeling terrible on this day. And it was terrible because it was on our trip. But I rented a riding scooter to get around. We moved pretty fast through here and didn't get a lot of details of this equipment. But we did want to show you as much as we could. And if you can come to visit the museum, I recommend that you allow yourself enough time to read all the plaques and information on the wall throughout the museum. You could literally spend a week here and never see everything. Besides this huge museum complex, Ford has a whole village that we will visit on our episode come next trip. The last exhibit we see today is this huge electric generator plant. This completes the first of four videos of our trip, and I hope you've enjoyed riding along with us so far. Next week, we go on to Mackinac Island. Now let's talk about this week's song. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Though none go with me, I still will follow. Though none go with me, I still will follow. Though none go with me, I still will follow. No turning back. No turning back. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. No turning back, no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus was made popular by Billy Graham's crusade and was always 
from the concept of altar calls and emotional pleading. It is a song celebrating the simplicity of conversion, simple and sincere. It stands as a monument to the international nature of the gospel, as well as a radical call to suffer and die with Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus is a Christian hymn originating from India. The lyrics are based on the last words of a man in Garo Assam. The great revival in Wales was uh, about 150 years ago, ago raised many missionaries. As a result, the gospel reached northern India through some of them. The region which then was in Assam had hundreds of aggressive tribes and they call them headhunters. Into these hostile and aggressive communities came a group of missionaries from the American Baptist missions spreading the message of love, peace, and hope in Jesus Christ. Despite severe opposition, the missionaries shared the gospel to these tribes. One of them shared the gospel to Noxing, his wife and two kids. Thereafter, they received Jesus as their Savior. As resulting, many villagers turned to Jesus. Angry, the village chief summoned all the villagers. He then called the family who had first converted to renounce their faith in public. Our face execution. Moved by the Holy Spirit, the man sang, I have decided to follow Jesus. Enraged at the refusal of the man, the chief ordered the archers to arrow down the two children. As both boys lay twitching on the floor, the chief asked, Will you not now deny your faith? You have you have lost both of your children. You will lose your wife too. But the man saying, Though none go with me, I still will follow. The chief was beside himself with fury and ordered his wife to be arrowed down. In a moment, she joined her two children in death. Now he asked for the last time, I will give you one more opportunity to deny your faith, and live. In the face of death, the man sang the final memorable lines, the cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back. He was shot dead like the rest of his family, but with their deaths, a miracle took place. The chief who had ordered the killings was moved by the faith of the man. He was said to wonder, why should this man, his wife, and his two children die for a man who lived so far away in a land in another continent some 2,000 years ago? There must be some remarkable power behind the family's faith. And I, too, want to taste that faith. In a spontaneous confession of faith, he declared, I, too, belong to Jesus Christ. When the crowd heard this from the mouth of their chief, 
the whole village accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Donald Hustad, hymnal editor, editor and one-time organist for Billy Graham, crusaded, noted, this anonymous song appeared in the United States prominently featured in the Billy Graham Crusade meetings, spreading its popularity. It may have originated among the national Christians in India. Most subsequent publications of the song designate the tune as anonymous or source unknown in a few indicating folk melody from India. The tune name most often assigned to the hymn is a song, a state in the northeastern India near the Himalayas. Earliest missionary activity in this region can be traced back to 1626, before British colonial rule, when two Portuguese Jesuit priests visited the area. These priests were followed by others who had a more lasting influence from Protestant mission activity in this part of India and was highly influenced by American Baptist missions. Eventually, some of the American missionaries returned from India and they had brought that song with them. Finally, it ended up with a Canadian songwriter, George Beverly Shea, and he made it a staple of the Billy Graham Crusade. In this perspective, the words of this song take on more meaning for our lives. Death is painful, and Jesus grieved. So grieving is not wrong. Grief is a process of giving something up. But we, rejo we rejoice for our loved ones who are already in the presence of our Lord. At death, the redeemed of Christ are enjoying the joy of his presence. The Bible clearly teaches that there's no such thing as soul sleep or a long period of unconsciousness between life on the earth and life in heaven. The phrase fallen asleep in Thessalonians in First Thessalonians four thirteen and similar passage describes this body's outward appearance as death. In First Thessalonians four thirteen, Paul tells us though we naturally grieve at losing loved ones, we are not to grieve like people who have no hope. Our parting is not the end of our relationship only an interruption. We have not lost them because we know where they are. And one day we're told in a magnificent reunion, they and we will be with the Lord forever. So encourage each other with these words. In Second Peter 1.11, it tells us, you'll receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see Jesus, the source of all happiness, and all those who touched our lives and whose lives we touched. Won't that be a wonderful greeting party? I envision glorious reunions and amazing introductions, conversations and storytelling. At banquets, 
and on walks, jaw-dropping and laughter, long and hard, the last laughter of Jesus being the most contagious. Will you be there in heaven when that time comes? Have you trusted Jesus? Have you trusted him with your eternity? Ask him to forgive you and receive the free gift of salvation. Believe and receive him today. Now, Graham, would you play I Have Decided to Follow Jesus on the tenor sax? I'd be glad to. We love it when you visit with us on our podcast. And it's always so good to hear from old friends and new friends, too. We enjoy sharing stories and history about the old-time hymns, the authors, and events related to the writing of their songs. We hope you have been informed and thoroughly enjoyed yourselves. 
Our music has been distributed to many places on the web, and you can hear it absolutely free by searching the web for the music of Glenn Dawson. It's our gift to you, our friends. Go over to YouTube and search for us. When you get there, when you get there, punch the like button and then the subscribe button. To partner with YouTube, we need 4,000 watch hours in 12 months period and 1,000 subscribers. You can help us get that and we would so appreciate that so much. This will help us get our channel going. Our program is part of the Glen Dawson Evangelistic Association. We enjoy hearing from you and you can write us on the platform you're hearing us on or you can slip over to our webpage that's glendawsonea.com We look forward to seeing you again next week on Preparing Our Hearts for Worship. God, God be, be with, with you. you. Goodbye, Goodbye for, for now. now.